0: What's up everyone and welcome to the flip flop guy podcast. I'm Andy Mokel, and I'll be your host Our goal is to have epic conversations with people from all walks of life There are no talking points that are off the table. It's going to get wild We hope our guests inspire and motivate you to walk with purpose as we trudge the road of human existence Enjoy the show Alright, before you enjoy your pants off this next episode, November 24th in Petaluma, California at West Coast Archery Shop from 11 to 4, there will be Customer Appreciation Day. Come on down, come have a good time, share your stories and your adventures from this year's hunting season, check out some bows, check out some new products that will be coming out, and come eat some amazing food. We look forward to seeing you there. Again, that's November 24th, the Sunday before Thanksgiving, 11 to 4 at West Coast Archery Shop.
1: I had Lululemon boxers on and fucking everything else was You were wearing
0: I... Lululemon boxers? So, yeah. Have you ever worn them? You <laughs> fucker, dude. Oh, Are they good? Hey, yo, I,
1: I shit you. No, I, so I had a really? girlfriend that were, at the time that worked there, mm. and their shit, the, like the shit that you'd actually wear, mm-hmm. it's fucking heaven, dude. Really? They got some hoodies. And a hoodie's a hoodie, don't get me wrong. I can yeah. get a hoodie at Target and be fucking happier than a clam, right? Mm-hmm. But some of their shit, you just throw it on, you're like, ah, I like how it feels. Now, I can't justify the price, hmm. but you like how it feels. I
2: don't even know what they sold. I've seen that thing.
1: I Bo- like how Lululemon. I'm like,
2: what the hell
0: they wearing? I like
1: how girls' booties look in Lululemon. But the boxers, though, I will pay full retail for those.
0: Hmm.
1: Everything else you can it doesn't fucking matter yeah no big deal yeah unless you get it for a discount if you get it for a discount you'll love it because you got it for cheap whoa
0: damn backwards burns the fuck up good lord it's holy shit it's all
1: synthetic dude yeah You know homes built before, like, 1960, if there's a fire in a home, mm-hmm. you had about five minutes until that home was fully in, developed, and you and it was, like, untenable, you couldn't enter, and now that, that window is shrunk down to about three minutes. Oh, shit, because all that particle board crap? Yeah, because everything is fucking... There's nothing that's natural, and you also oh. used to have, like, oh. dimensional lumber, yeah. right? Like, you got fucking... Twelve by tens and all yeah, that. Yeah. And that shit takes a while to go. Yeah. Now you got fucking joists and two by fours and OSB yeah. and fucking. Yeah. And then plus the 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 furnishings. Mm-hmm. Right back in the day, everything was cotton. Yeah. And now it's all polyester, synthetic. It was cotton leather, and fucking wood. And now it's all synthetic. Wow, just goes up. Stuff you don't even think about goes up quick. That shit bur- and that shit burns hot. Wow.
0: That's crazy. That's why they're like sprinkler systems in every house. <laughs> wow, yeah. Yeah, you see how they build a house
2: nowadays? You're just like, are you kidding me? They build hotels with that shit. The particle board and the... And they don't even use nails. They just use those fucking, like, the, the squares with all the teeth on them. just drive them whack. Mm-hmm. There's your
1: fucking... Just two by four. The cheapest shit possible. Green ass, shitty. The margins went up in fucking home developments, too. Yeah. Because of all that shit. Yeah, fucking crazy prefab crap yeah
2: particle board and you know that particle board outgasses, fumes yeah can't be good for you in your own home Ugh. like I bought a mattress I bought a mattress made in fucking California cause I was reading and they said yeah the, the mattresses the cheap ones or whatever made in China you're laying on it for 8 hours a night for 20 years there's fumes from the chemicals t- to make the mattress filling you're breathing while you sleep for 8 hours yeah You don't even think about that. Like, your mattress needs to be quality. Yeah. What the hell?
0: So, Brett. Yes, sir. Your first... Your first buck. You killed your first buck.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's talk about it.
1: Yeah.
0: You got to scoot closer, though. Want to do a swamp? No, you're good. Stay there. I'll
2: be real quiet. I'll get no, back. you're good.
0: Yeah. No, I'm just gonna, I'll just... <laughs> Chime in. You're part of the memory
1: part of it, right? You're the one that encouraged me to go in there.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a good spot. <laughs>
0: yeah, better sit down.
1: Yeah, come on in here, man. You're a veteran of this. not killing deer
0: up here. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to fucking find deer up here.
1: It's super hard. It's super hard. I, I That was the first buck I've seen in two years up here, Ever.
0: This is the first buck that we've seen in fucking eight days. Well, you got up here Wednesday. I've been up here since last Saturday.
1: It's, it's humbling, man. It's humbling. But, like, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's super helpful to go somewhere with somebody that is familiar with the area so that when you see sign or you don't see sign... There's always like a plan B, you know, or plan C. There's a, There, it's there definitely of, was
0: a lot of plans.
1: Yeah, it was just full of contingencies. And there's so much knowledge between you and your dad, Andrew, and everybody else that's up here that it's like, if I was out there by myself, I'd probably see no does or bucks. <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. So we came up here last year. Right, mm-hmm. what was that experience like for you at the end of the weekend? Everything was said and done. We're all piled in the truck and on the way home.
1: Um, it was eye-opening. I, I wouldn't say it was like humbling because I also don't feel like I hiked that hard last year. Mm-hmm. You know, like it.
0: We were kind of in one pocket last year.
1: Yeah, and I was out there, but like I was. I was getting smoked, like coming up the backside of that, that lake that we were on last year. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was steep and it was hot. And, uh, also just wasn't comfortable going out by myself. Um, but, uh, so the feeling coming home was, I was just happy to be out there. Yeah. You know, like I was just, I was happy to be able to sponge a little information off of you. Uh, Sponge some some information off of Jeff. Like he was he was cool too. Yeah. So it was it was just nice to be out and finally like take the next step and like actually get into the woods. Yeah, which I had been building up for so long.
0: Did you do you feel like, or did you at the time, or maybe in the past year, did you ever feel like maybe you had a false sense of reality by?
1: How it's portrayed on social media. A hundred percent. To have success hunting. Yeah, like all you see are freaking kill shots and like big racks. Like it doesn't matter if it's mule, whitetail, freaking elk. Like that's all you see. Inches, 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 inches. Exactly. And it's not like you're following like... Joe Blow. Jacob from down the street, you know? Like you're following all these big names because... Those are the people that pop up in the feed. And that's what
0: you're looking for, for inspiration. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that, like, kind of keeps you going. Like, oh, I'm going to get that. Oh, I'm going to get that. And, uh, I mean, it's almost like the, like a kid with a toy, right? Like, like I was happier than shit with the buck that I had today.
0: Mm -hmm. There's no reason not to be. What made you first want to get into hunting? Because like you decided you wanted to get into hunting, before me and you reconnected.
1: Oh yeah, I, absolutely. Um, so when I was at uh, when I was at Santa Rosa JC, I had this, I had two roommates, um, a guy named Conrad Schmidt and a guy uh, named Dave Powell, and uh, they were both like big hunters, and I always felt like I was on the outside looking into that conversation. Um. I had a buddy, Rich. He was like more into fishing and stuff, but like, Pal used to. I thought he was crazy because he used to shoot his compound bow in the middle of the living room, <laughs> and they would just like, <laughs> yeah, dude. It was like, uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. So, uh, so those those two guys like piqued my interest, you know. And and it was a sideline hobby for a long time. And uh, you know, I finally saved up a little bit and started doing some research, and I just committed, you know, like, hey. The next, the next hobby I'm going to get into is going to be hunting. And, uh, once I pulled a trigger on Craigslist and got my first bow, uh huh, it was just, I was just fascinated by it. So that was it, man. But I didn't know where to get in. Like, you don't like, I, it's not like I grew up with friends that hunted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, where do you start?
0: And where did you know, for you, how did you decide to start?
1: Uh, I mean, like it's it's so easy to get information online nowadays that like that was my first source of information. Um, I mean, I remember when I first got my bow, like I was like I was scared to shoot it, like I didn't, <laughs> like I, you know what I'm saying, like it's yeah. it's like anybody who hasn't shot a gun before, right? Like you're like it, like how how hard is this thing going to go off? Like it, it, it's just unfamiliar. Um, so yeah, I just I. I started looking online. Instagram was like a huge one. Um, Forums was another big one. And then... The first person that I really reached out to was you. And, uh... uh, And that's probably the best decision I ever made. So, that was, uh... I I honestly... I think I'd still be... A person with a bow that's just gone to the range. If I hadn't linked up with you. Just Uh because it's like... you, You don't know where to start. Like okay, you have a A-zone tag. Where do you go? Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. you got a B-zone tag. Oh, uh, Like, can I just park on this road? You know, like.
0: <laughs> well, and like, Andrew, for you, that was like A-zone down where you lived. You're just kind of like, all right, where do I go? I was just a kid, and I had and no you... one around me hunted. I said, yeah. I want to
2: go hunt. And then my brother dropped me off in Malibu, California. I don't even, I don't even know. I guess it's the A-zone.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: You know? And it's like, and, and I don't know if this is, like, the case. I feel like once you get inside a circle of, like, a, like a, a group of hunters and people kind of vet you and realize you're a cool guy, I'm assuming it's, like, anything else, right? Like, they'll start to share an appropriate amount of information with you. Uh-huh. But, like, besides that, it's, like, it's hard to kind of penetrate a group and be like, hey, guys, you want to take me? <laughs> you know? Like, they're like... <laughs> Can you hike? Can you shoot? Like, do I want to be with you alone in the woods for X amount of time? Yeah. So.
0: So then fast forward for the last year, right? Mm-hmm. And season's coming up. hmm Getting ready for it, putting in for tags. Yeah. And all that. What was all that like for you this year compared to last year? Um...
1: There were fewer question marks as far as, like, how to get started. And I had a good baseline as far as, like, and you don't know what you don't know, right? Yeah. Like, I had a good baseline as far as, like, where I felt my shortcomings were last year. And the two that stood out the most was, like, confidence in, like, my bow and, like, shooting yardages and spending time at the range, right? Like, really figuring things out. And then number two Which It's it's hard to say Which one is more important But like Was just hiking more mm-hmm. You know Like getting out and hiking Like hike with weight Like get on the mountain Get comfortable in your boots Because If you're not comfortable You know like And I still can't keep up with you But like if you're not comfortable Getting out in the mountain And just like going to some hairy spots Or pushing a little bit deeper or pushing a little bit higher. Like you're only going to get what's like the low hanging fruit that's right there. And you better hope luck is on your side. Yeah. So those are the, those are the things that stood out this year for me. So Um, what did you do,
0: you know, like for archery, right. mm -hmm. With your bow, your number one, what did you do to help overcome?
1: To help overcome, like just, just being confident with it. Yeah. Gaining your confidence shooting it shooting it a lot like understanding my setup and just honestly like simplifying it like I I was I listened to a lot of hunting podcasts and I was trying to do things at a level that I wasn't even there Uh (laughs) you know like just trying to grasp information that didn't make sense yeah man you're you're over here trying to solve like quadratic equations and you're barely doing like remedial math you know it's like i i I barely understood just my bow setup let alone like extreme foc and like i mean that is 720 grain arrow yeah (laughs) like (laughs) to start well like i mean like yeah and and so here i'm walking around like feeling like a billy badass and i can't group anything outside of 20 yards, yeah. right? Like, like there's yeah. not a single yeah. sight. Like, I went through sight tapes. I was convinced my sight was broken. I'm like, I'm going through all this shit, and I'm like, yo, what is it? And you're not confident in a single thing. So, like... So, that, how, how did you how did you come to
0: terms with getting rid of a 700-and-whatever-grain arrow
1: setup? Uh, First of all, Hans was... Number one, uh-huh. uh, shout out West coast archery shop. Yeah. Um, that guy's a, he's a great resource of information. Uh-huh. When
0: well, you kind of just showed up at their shop and
1: you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. I, I mean, I went on, I went, I remember I went online and I got a, I got like a, a small food scale and, uh, I found out the equation to convert, uh, is it ounces mm-hmm. to convert ounces into grains. Mm-hmm. So whatever ounce you get on the scale you multiply by fifteen point four three two. So I'm I'm over here like running all these equations and it was just apparent that like yeah like you should not be shooting this. And I went up to Hans and Hans goes, uh Dude, if you had a Cape buffalo in Africa, this would still be overkill for a fucking Cape buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like. He's all like, you don't need this. This is too much. I was like, Hans, well, do you want these? He's like, dude, what am I going to do with them? Like, like, I can't do shit with these. So, uh, So you got new arrows. Yeah, he got me into some lighter arrows, which, to his credit, when I went up there and I first had my bow tuned by him, he gave me arrows that were the perfect arrows. I just went out and overcomplicated it. Yeah. And that's what I moved away from those arrows. Right? Um So yeah, so it's uh that was that was a big one, man. That was a big one for me. Uh-huh. And keeping it simple. Yeah, like it's already hard enough. Yeah. Like like, you're not going to. I don't know. I, I can't speak for everybody. You know, I can only speak for my experiences. Like, there's only so much information you can get online. Like, you have to ask people who've done it, man. You know, because if not, you're just you're just faking it and just hoping it, it all comes together. Yeah, you're just you're th- you're throwing out prayers. Yeah, and I'm sure there's people who. Are mechanically inclined, or, you know, like, they have an engineering background, and they can, they can, you know, create something that really, really works, because they have an understanding in that, in that realm, but, like, it was, uh, it was a foreign language to me. hmm It still is.
0: And so, what did you do to get over, or be more confident with your, with your second hurdle?
1: My... But my bow or, or hiking? Hiking. Hiking? I mean, like, I, it kind of went back for me. It kind of goes back to. I was a seasonal for a few years, and when I came in as a seasonal, like my, I was the worst hiker. A seasonal firefighter. Yeah. For MCFD. Yes. Yeah. And I and I was the shittiest hiker they've probably had <laughs> <laughs> at that department in years. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was so bad that like i'll never forget there's a there's a captain there that went out of his way and like he wrote up a contract and was like yo dude like you have to cut this much time off your mile off your like three mile hike in order to even be like good to go and i just kind of went back to that stuff man it was just it was literally just like get out and move just get out and hike just get out and move and then the only way to get better at hiking with weight is a hike with weight you know Mm -hmm. so like once I got over, like, you know, just moving up and down the mountain, then it's like, all right, let's throw some weight in there. You know, so. Uh, uh-huh. So, yeah, I went from, you know, and then, and I just kept it flat, and then I went steeper, and then I went steeper. And, uh yeah, just go out there and feel like the mountain kicked your ass. Uh-huh.
0: So, this week when we, was it this week or? Right when I ended up, when I finished the sheep hunt. Mm-hmm. And we talked and I was like, get your ass up to, get your ass up to the cabin. Yes.
1: And you were, you were ready. Dude, I had the whole week like open. Yeah. Like I was literally like praying and hoping that you were going to be up here because I remember you had a post after the sheep hunt and it was on your story. Like your GPS had like Reno bound or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck dude, there's no way this guy's making it up here. (laughs) <laughs> so like I threw a Hail Mary and I was like, you know what? Like I know he's down. If he's down, like if he's if he's up there, like I know he's down for me to come up. Yeah. And uh and I just threw that Hail Mary, dude, and I'm I'm super grateful for you to to invite me back up here. Oh hell yeah. That um, you don't have to mention that.
0: But so you're coming up and it's Wednesday mm-hmm. and you get into camp. Yeah. And we start figuring out you know, what hunt we're gonna do Thursday morning, and we get out there on that first hunt. What was that like for you? That was uh, up that fucking gnarly ass trail.
1: Uh it was it was fun. Mm-hmm. Like it was fun. Like you're like, yo, you ready to open up your lungs? And I was like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I go up there and like the first. I don't know, like, the first third, like, you know, my heart rate's getting up. And, and that, that's what happens as soon as you hike up a hill, you know. At you
0: know, elevation.
1: Think, at elevation, right? Like. Yeah. But it was like, once I realized that it was so much easier to get my heart rate down, I was like, yes, like, the hiking paid off. Yeah. You know, like, okay. I'm, I'm good. And then at that point, it was, uh, I was just excited, man. I, I felt, I was optimistic every single day. Like. Even when we went out there and didn't see anything, like, I felt like I was being annoying in the car when I was like, dude, I got a good feeling right now. I got a good feeling right now. <laughs> uh, but that was, uh, that was a good feeling, man, just to go out there. And, and once I realized that the hiking had paid off, I was already confident, relatively speaking, for my for my skill level. I was already confident in my bow for what I was capable of doing. Like, I knew my max yardage.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, What's your max yardage? 60. 60 yards? I mean, like, I... Like, I went sixty five, but my group's loose, and I don't know, man. Like my my longest pin is sixty, so sixty is where I I, I set my my shut off. Yeah, I wasn't going to take a single shot over sixty.
0: Yeah. So what do you think when we came out of that clearing at the end, and hit that elk refuge?
1: <laughs> uh, You're just like a kid in Toyland, dude. It's, yeah there's like I don't know if there's prettier country out there like in this state yeah if there is like somebody please take me there because I want to see it it's yeah. uh, it's just it's gorgeous man I just felt, I literally I felt like a kid I literally felt like a kid which is it's humbling when, when mother nature does that to you you know mm-hmm. like she can make you feel so cool and so small in so many different ways but when she like just takes your breath away with something pretty mm-hmm. like it's uh, it's pretty awesome
0: Mm -hmm. so how'd you feel coming out of that first hunt because we didn't see any deer you're moving pretty quick too (laughs) like i think it took me three and a half hours or three hours to crush
1: that hunt you were done in an hour so like all right so i yes i was moving quick and to to hit on that like i was proud that i was moving quick because before i was moving so slow and not by choice Like I literally Couldn't go any faster Yeah uh, So for me to come out And beat you out Like at first I was like Oh yeah Beat Andy back <laughs> And then uh, I hit you up And you're like Yo dude Like I'm an hour out <laughs> And I'm like Fuck I did something wrong um, So I felt I felt good I felt good For the I guess the wrong Well, reasons. you
0: were doing it Yeah man Yeah you
1: just feel like You're out there to, Like your version Of getting it Whatever that is You know Yeah so I felt I felt good. I felt good to be out there. I felt good. Like, my body felt good. Um, like, my my equipment set up, like, it felt decent, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I was just, I was confident in everything that I had at the moment. But I was definitely humbled. I thought for sure, this time, like, if I'm pushing on the mountain, like, I'm going to see something. Yeah. And I thought that's the reason why I didn't see anything last year. It was because I just wasn't moving. Yeah. And then you move and you're like... Oh, shit, even if you move, you might not see anything. Yeah. (laughs) So, but I felt good, generally speaking.
0: So, I can't remember what hunt we did Thursday night. Was that, uh... But, uh... So, we go into, what, the Friday morning hunt,
1: right? Yesterday morning, yeah.
0: Yesterday morning, and we kind of, we parked where we were going to hunt. Mm-hmm. And I looked at you, and I was like, "Go slow." We went, up, we went up that little hill, and I was like, "Go slow." Yes, yes. So, how did you feel in comparison with the day before to that hunt, going slow and kind of slowing down a little bit, and maybe looking at
1: the country a little bit harder? Um, in comparison, like i i, I felt I felt better because I realized that, like going slow wasn't a weakness. Like, if if you're capable of pushing up the mountain when you have to, that's a great thing, right? Mm-hmm. But like, if you don't have to, like, what's the rush? You know, like, you're going to be quieter, you know, like, you're going to scare off and jump fewer animals, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just going to, you're going to observe more things. You'll see better pass of where you want to go like you can see that like hey I want to go over here to the sand or this dirt instead of running over all these damn pine cones because you're trying to bust it up the mountain yeah you know like Mm -hmm. you could see when the wind is switching like there was just so many different things that I felt like I was able to more in tune with absolutely because I wasn't rushing through it Mm -hmm. you see more sign you know that was huge so uh, in, in comparison to it like I felt better about going slow because I was doing it on purpose and I felt like I got something out of it.
0: Yeah. For sure. For sure. So then you roll into this morning. (laughs) And last night we kind of, Andrew and I kind of decided. Sleep in. We're going to sleep in. (laughs) We're going to take some slow time today. Yeah. You know. And uh, do our thing. And you were like, well, I'm waking up, and if you guys aren't up, I'm just going to go out for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So you did that, uh-huh. and you went out. Now, what
1: was that like for you kind of going out on your own? I don't know. Like, it still feels hairy out there, you know? Like, uh-huh. with all the bear sign that you see out there, you know? Like, until you get comfortable, like, in the woods, like, you still feel... Like, even though you're a predator, like, yeah. you still feel like prey to a certain extent. Yeah. So, like... Every sense is heightened. I got nobody else out there. And I kept it, like, relatively safe. You know, like, I knew exactly where I was going to go. It's not like I was going somewhere super gnarly and put myself in, a like, a, a, a screwed position. But uh, I felt good because, and, and I can't, like, you two especially, like, I can't say that I go harder than you guys ever. But, like, getting up before just made me feel that much better. Yeah. You know, like... Like, whenever you feel like you're doing something that somebody else isn't doing, whether that's, like, work or life or working out, you know, just like... Just going the distance. Yeah, dude, you just feel like I, like I just put in a little bit more, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Whether you yeah. get anything in return on that, like, at the end of the day, at least you get some honesty, you know? Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. if I came back with nothing, you know, it's like, well, it's not like I got nothing because I didn't put anything in. It's like I got nothing because it just wasn't out there for me, you know, today. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, it felt good to get out there, mm-hmm. you know?
0: And then Andrew and I caught up with you. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And said, well, Why don't you come along with us? Yeah. We got this hunt we're going to go do. Uh huh. Then you came out. Absolutely. And uh, we drove out into this meadow. We parked. We started hiking out and hiking up the mountain that we were going to go put this hunt on. And when we were halfway up the mountain and we kind of turned to you and we're like, Hey, you should go in right here. Yeah. And you kind of looked at us like, wait, what? <laughs> sure. You kind of had this look like I want to go in right here.
1: Yeah. Well, I, because like, I, and I said this to Andrew earlier, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> when you're going, when you're going somewhere and somebody's like, Hey, like maybe you should try this. Right. Like very seldom is it like, well, maybe this is right for you. Is like, that's usually like a slap in the face. It's like, yo, this, like you can't handle this, so like let's let's start you off here.
0: Well, it's funny because you were like, well, I want to go on the most rugged part of the hunt. Yeah, And was like, dude, the whole hunt's <laughs> fucked. Like, there's no not rugged part of that hunt. Yeah, whether you're on the on the top or the bottom or you know whatever. We were basically we we're putting together a drive, is you know the way that that it rolls out. Yeah, you know, and so because it, it was just funny for me when I looked at you. And I was like, you should probably go in here, you know? Yeah. And you kind of just looked at me like a deer in headlights. And you're like, <laughs> literally, you're like, what? You're like, what do you mean? I should go in here. Me telling you, you should go in there because I want to see you successful. Yeah, absolutely. But you yeah. also taking it on the backside. Like, I'm just telling you that, you know, like, am I? you am felt I, like I was telling you to get lost.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, like, and then, and then I had a moment where I'm like, yo, like, it, that's, that's not how you're wired. Right. Yeah. Like, if you wanted me to get lost, I wouldn't be here in the first place. That's very true. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh and then I looked at I remember I looked at Andrew like immediately for reassurance and he was like, No, dude, that's a that's a great area to hunt. Like Yeah. That's a, that's a legit dude. Like there's there's some bears in there, like, there's a good sign, like you're gonna like the rocks in there, and I'm like, Alright, dude, like let's let's get it, you know. Like, and then what did we what did we tell you before we left you? <laughs> I think you guys said it probably at least 10 times go slow go slow as slow as you possibly and if you're can. going
0: slow and you think you're going slow yes go fucking slower yes mm-hmm. yes yeah. yes mm-hmm.
1: so i felt i was jumping on lily pads out there like i would i would stop and i i literally i felt like i was playing hopscotch yeah i was jumping from like rock to rock and then just stopping and then another thing you told me which i mean like maybe this is just obvious for a lot of people but it seemed counterintuitive to me because like your field of vision or like the distance that you're looking didn't seem like you needed by nose. Yeah. But you're just like, yo, like glass, everything, glass everything. Like you have these binoculars, like use them.
0: Like, And then Andrew even reiterated on that. And he's like, you know, because that tree 10 feet in front of you, you're not going to see the ear move.
1: Yes. Yes. You know? So, uh, what was kind of, what gave me the most confidence on that was two things. I was going slow enough that whatever movement was around me, like I never heard it stop. Mm -hmm. Right. Like sometimes you'll hear movement and then you'll be moving so fast that like it stops and you have no idea what it was, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so then I am probably, I don't know, maybe a third of the way in and I looked up the hill and just like, maybe from the, the throat up, I could just see a doe just chilling, like unbothered, not even worried about me. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm going slow enough that like I didn't spook that deer, like I might be okay. How far was the doe? Uh 70, 80 yards. Yeah. You know? It wasn't it wasn't super close, but yeah. like close enough that she could have seen me easily. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good feeling.
0: So you are going through, and you kind of
1: came out to this little wallow in there. Yes. And what happened? Uh, there's a couple factors that came into play, right? So, like, one is I could see it kind of dropped off afterwards, right? Um, which I didn't get close enough to see how deep it dropped off, but I remember you guys saying, like, yo, it drops off out there. Just be careful. There's shelves. There's Yeah, there's, there's shelves over here. And, like, once they go, like, they start going pretty deep, right? So... And then number two was, like, I realized that there was kind of a draw to the right, and there was, like, this, like, rocky outcropping up top on the left-hand side, right? And the wind was, like, straight in my face off the wall. So if I had, like, pretty much every factor, like, going for me right there, like, anything that's coming off down there is going to come towards me. And I have wind, so I backed off. And I just went, I went, I kind of like backtracked my steps and I found, uh, I found like a little elevated like rock and I had lanes in every direction. And, um, I just started shooting yardages on every tree that was out there. Just checking range. Just checking range. Like, I don't know where it's coming from, what it is. It could be that bear that Andrew was telling me about. Um, which I was like kind of hoping for and kind of like, cause you have bear tag too. Yeah, man. And then, so I'm kind of hoping for that, but, like, I'm definitely hoping for a bug. And uh, the hardest part was just staying on that rock for a little bit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd, I'd talk myself off of getting up off of it. Like, I just felt like a... I felt like I was being lazy by sitting there. Hmm, hmm. Right? Like, Interesting, yeah. So, yeah, man. I just... I, I stayed, and... What happened? I, I heard movement, and it wasn't the first time I heard it, like these freaking chipmunks and, like, woodpeckers up here, right? Like, they drop pine cones and shit, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And they'll hit a couple branches or, like, it will hit a rock and then, like, roll down a hill. You're like, oh, my God, what was that? And it's, like, absolutely nothing. Um, So, like, I heard a little bit of movement, and I, I dude, it just showed up. And, uh... What did? The buck. <laughs> no, what happened before the buck? What happened before the buck showed up? Yeah. As far... Oh, uh, the cup? yeah yeah oh so so this yeah so you want to see a bear until you see a bear and you're like that's not the bear i want to see right so like you see a cub and for me the immediate thing is like where the hell is mom right like well because you can't shoot a mama bear you can't yeah you can't shoot a mama bear right so like you're in this position of like should the worst case scenario happen right like what am I going to do? Like, what if this, I listened to the other podcast that you, that you had, right. The the guy that had the like the cub that was like, just chasing him. Yeah. You know, it's like, what do you do? You know, like you can't have a sidearm. So you're just sitting there hoping that the bear that you want, isn't the bear that like, you know, like, yeah. So,
0: until so a bear came
1: out. Yeah. So Andrew was right. Yes. Andrew There's was bear right. In there. Andrew was right. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, that's the worst feeling when you're like gutting a buck is knowing that there's a bear there, somewhere around you. Yeah. Yeah. Watching over your shoulder. I just, I, I was so anxious, paranoid. Just every two seconds, I'm looking up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I see the, I see the, the cub, and, and obviously, like it doesn't see me. You know, like I'm, I'm above it. You know, I don't, I don't even know if it knew to look over there, but, uh, but yeah, I never see mom. So I wouldn't say out of sight, out of mind, but like a little bit after I'm just sitting there and just talk myself off of like getting off that rock again. And, uh, and comes this buck just like oblivious. Didn't even know you were there. had no idea I was there sitting on a rock, sitting on a rock perched up. So like the wind was in my favor. I had Cover from like trees in front of me a little bit, um, and the first thing I thought is like, don't look at it. Uh huh. And it was really hard to like kind of trust, like not make eye contact. Yeah, because like all you want to do is look. Like this is what you've been looking for the whole time, and then you get it, and you're like, like, what's up, bud? <laughs> like, how are you? <laughs> you know? Like,
0: <laughs>
1: so you're like, don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. Um, yeah. So I, I I saw it come up. And, uh, I'm looking away, like slowly, like drawing, like trying to draw my bow. And there's a tree that it was going to, I knew it was going to eventually come past. And, um, it was a perfect time for me to draw. I knew the yardage right off of that tree. I knew the yardage behind the rock behind it. And it just gave me a broadside shot, kind of like looking up the hill a little bit. And, mm-hmm. uh, like if I had tried to narrate exactly what happened at that moment, I'd be full of shit because that moment was so damn fast. Yeah. That like, I thought I hit it. I thought I hit it well. Right. But you did it, hit like, it well. I, I mean, I did hindsight. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, if you had a multiple choice, I would have bet on me hitting it, like a clean shot right where I wanted. Mm-hmm. But like, it turns around, it does these like bunny hop kind of jumps and then like slowly walks off. And now I'm just sitting there shaking. Like, what just happened? Yes. Did that really just happen? Did it really just happen? Can did I get off this rock? Did just shruck? send an arrow? Yeah, I, I sent one. Can I get off this rock? No. Can I get off this rock? No. What was your body position when you shot it? Were you sitting or did you stand I was up? sitting down.
2: You shot it sitting down? I shot it sitting down. Oh, nice. I was not...
1: Nice. I shot it sitting down. And oh. by the way, i wanted to go to the range and shoot sitting down, but I feel like you look like such a... <laughs> jack off if you go to the range and shoot that right yeah like, yeah yeah but you know like that shot might but come up yeah
0: that's good preseason training though man that's yeah, important that's to take excellent. those shots because sitting that's a shot, practical that's no shot joke. it's gonna happen yeah that's a hard shot sitting down
1: yeah it, uh...
0: so you so you walked over uh-huh and, and tried
1: to find your arrow yeah was that difficult my arrow no that the finding my arrow wasn't difficult because like i heard it hit a rock right right behind it and i knew like, there was a wall right behind it. So, finding my arrow wasn't. <coughs> there's blood all over it, which is, you know, like, reassuring that everything that just happened in what felt like a millisecond was, like, true, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, all right. Mm-hmm. Like, I did get the shot that I thought I did, right? And I'm looking, and there's not a single drop of blood anywhere. hmm So. Were you shooting uphill or downhill? I was shooting downhill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I was, ele- I was elevated on that rock. That rock was like 15 feet, 20 feet up. Mm -hmm. It's like the perfect set of stones. Did you aim a little low on it? Like we discussed? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I I didn't think, it's not like I was thinking that. Yeah. But like, when I was surveying everything, like I knew like I'm up, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like in a moment, I'm not like, oh, like hold low. Yeah. So, so yeah. So you found the arrow and there's no blood. Yeah. What happened next? Um, I like, I wanted to hold there for a second longer, you know, like the one hunt I went on before, like successfully when I had like a Lake Sonoma, like pig hunt, like I, I, I went out to like way too quick, mm-hmm. like way too quick. Like it, like I was just way too anxious. So I sat there for a second and I just tried to find blood around the area. I knew where the buck went off, yeah, you know, but like it kind of dropped off after that and I had no idea afterwards so I was just looking for blood and then I sat there for like another five, ten minutes and then I just started walking and that's when like the like emotional swing of adrenaline's kind of worn off you didn't you don't see the buck where you think it is mm-hmm. and then like I felt like a piece of shit I'm like yo dude maybe I didn't hit it that good like maybe where's like, the blood like where, like, where is the blood right mm. like I'm so- looking Go ahead.
0: What did you result to in in trying to figure out where this buck went? Like, you knew what direction it went, sort of. Yeah. But you don't know if it changed direction. Yeah. Like, what What did you do?
1: You know, were you looking at tracks in the ground or? I, I was. Like, unsuccessfully, I was looking at tracks in the ground. You know, like, and in, in, I'm not good enough to be able to look at a track. Like, I mean, obviously, if it's, like, fresh and there's water, it's it just rained, whatever, you can see, like, a really fresh track. But like, it was kind of dry over there and I, I, the tracks weren't getting me anywhere. So then I stopped and I'm like, yo, where's the most like fuck place for something to go down at? Like knowing it was going to go downhill. And I started to walk downhill and I just see a, like a bunch of brush like around this little, like kind of group of rocks. And, uh, I didn't see it in there at first. Like I'm actually looking way deeper down the hill And I look to my left and like I just see these just velvety soft Mm. antlers just like (laughs) nestled up against Mm. a rock in between like a little pine stub and I'm like yeah! (laughs) I was so juiced. That's so awesome. I was so juiced. So, So yeah man. And then that's when I there's like another swing of dude I'm right near this wallow. There was a Baby, come over here a little bit ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's blood. Like, because I'm I'm starting to gut it now. Like, there's blood. I cut my thumb. I'm bleeding on the deer, and like I'm just rushing through, and uh, and that was that was so uncomfortable. Uh huh. Because I'm just scared that some bear is gonna just sneak up on me. Because I couldn't see really around me. Like I'm tucked down behind this rock, and he's and he's elbow trees. deep in yeah carcass. <clears throat> so, so yeah. So, what was the experience for you when you got back to camp with the deer in the back of your truck? I mean, I tried to be cool, like I tried to play it off, like I wasn't that excited, <laughs> just because I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. But like. There wasn't a single person that wasn't happy for me when I came back. Yeah, and then I'd like I just couldn't hold it in. I and was just
0: Andrew and I had kind of taken off early from the hunt. Yeah, and we were we were out kayaking. Yeah, kayaking <laughs> we on the lake. Yeah, kayaking Wait, around,
1: freshly showered too, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So they definitely... they send out a boat to go get us <laughs> to come back, it. and they're like, they're like, hey. <laughs> Brett's back at camp and he's got a deer. <laughs> and I was like, bullshit. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> I was like,
0: there's no way. So we both linked arms onto the boat. Yeah, we grabbed <laughs> the side of the boat and I Seriously? Got, yeah. a sh- got a shuttle, dude. Yeah, and we motored us back it, in our yacht. It yaks. cut our row time by like that's, half. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, we want to paddle back across the lake. <sighs> right.
0: So yeah, what was man. it like for you skinning your first deer?
1: Uh... I, First of all, it it went super smooth because I mean, I'm surrounded by a bunch of guys that know so much more about me. I mean, more about skinning than I do. Um, so it was it was great to get like hands on. It was like the perfect balance of like give me some direction, give me some guidance, kind of let me do it, you know, like mm-hmm. you guys are just dropping nuggets along the way.
0: Well, and that's kind of how I am, dude. Is I'm going to I I'm not I'll, I'll do a little bit. Yeah. But I'm going to I'm going to point and I'm going to show you, and then I'm going to expect you to repeat.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Because for me, that's how I learn. Uh-huh. You know Absolutely.
1: what I mean? See one, do one, teach one. Yeah, that's uh that's great. So it was uh, it was pretty it was pretty cool. I, I learned a lot, man. A lot of things that I I, I didn't realize needed to be done in that order. Um, just little stuff, as far as like cutting from the inside out, right? Like not bringing hair into your meat. You know, mm-hmm. like. Setting up your your drip bucket, you know, like, like, this is the contour. How you how you trace around this, and then it's easier to pull down from here. Like, just all these things. Like, don't the order cut of, that back tendon. Yeah, the order. Of, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? The order of operations. You know, it's like, it was uh, it was perfect. It was fun. It was messy. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. Yeah, it's great.
0: It was cool. So now, how do you feel now, having? successfully killed your first public land California deer
1: I mean like grateful you know like humbled um, there's like this weird like bit of confidence but like you just know that the, the mountain's just gonna humble the shit out of you next time you <laughs> come <I'm> out right <laughs> you know so like it's not like overly confident but it's it's great to have checked that box off yeah like mm-hmm. yeah, I think everybody has like their personal like milestones or like Bucket list things, you know, like this was right up there with everything for me, you know. So it's uh, it's great, you know. It's 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 satisfying. Um, but the shitty thing is, like, you're just gonna want to go harder next time. And you know, like, it's, I, yeah, I, I feel good, but I'm already looking forward to the next one. Yeah. Well, you still got an AO tag in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go to the office to get one. Because my dumbass lost it. That sucks. I know. I wish I had it up here, but um, but yeah, I do. So if I could try to make it happen before before the end, which I don't think I think my window of opportunity is closing. With no man,
0: Dude, I've been up here. I've taken people out and they've gotten archery bucks during rifle season.
1: Really? Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it works after the uh, after the wedding and in Oregon so you're getting married six days man six days how do you feel about it I'm excited
0: I'm super excited are you more excited now that you killed a deer yeah man
1: absolutely (laughs) absolutely right absolutely this is like this is going to be like one of the best weeks of my life right you get a buck and you get and you get a you get your best friend for the rest of your life all in one week so I'm super uh, I'm super looking forward
0: to it good man well, I'm pumped that you got a deer. I'm grateful that you brought me up here. Hell yeah, dude, and I look forward to doing it again.
2: It was an awesome shot, too. Totally <laughs> perfect shot to yeah. the deer. I appreciate yeah. that, man. And, and at the distance you shot, that was a sweetheart shot. Yeah. yeah. That was perfect.
0: That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in to the show, folks. If you'd like to check us out online, our website is www.theflipflopguide.co.com you can find out all the information you need to have your own flip-flop in your own backyard. We encourage this and we'd love to see this happening in every backyard across America. You can purchase our sauces that have been cranking out flip-flops from my grandfather since the 1960s. If you had trouble filling your tags this year, we also have available on our website, Maui Nui Axis Deer Legs. They're 100% USDA approved and ready for your consumption. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at theflipflopguy. We hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button.